purpose shouldn't push the pressure if it's going to cause these things that I'm about to talk about today. Hey girl, welcome to the She Believe He Could podcast, a declaration encouraging women to believe again. Hebrews 11.1 says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about things we cannot see. So join me, your host, as I open up about my faith to believe in marriage, motherhood, sisterhood, and so much more. Let's start the show. What is up, good people? It is your host, Kiana. Welcome, welcome back to another podcast. I know it has been literally 30 days since the last podcast episode aired on March 17th, which was a conversation that I had with Tisha Talk over on Boss Ladies Connect podcast. And we were just talking about my own personal relationship with God. So if you have not checked out the latest episode please do check it out. It blessed me time and time again. And as I was on this little hiatus of a break, rather from the podcast, so much has been happening in my life. I think we've all been in a place of stillness when it comes to this new year and trying to break out with new goals, new plans, and just really hitting the ground running, especially if you are trying to get a business off the ground Or if you're trying to start that podcast, if you're trying to launch your business, ministry, whatever that looks like for you, I know the pressure comes um, as time ticks away. But I come to you on this episode and we're going to truly take the pressure off of ourselves. Listen, it's not worth it in the end. And sometimes we lose sight of exactly what we're trying to do because we hold ourselves to this bar that we cannot obtain, especially without God. And so leading the way in the plans that God has for us will only cause destruction simply because we have no idea where we're going and we are not being led by the one who sees all and knows all. Amen. And so the title of this episode is Plans That Push Purpose Versus Pressure. And so over this time, I've really been in my Bible. I've been in my word and I was going to God about this whole planning idea of what this world um, presents to us in a way that we see productivity, right? And so you're not productive if you don't have a plan. You're not productive if you're not consistent and you're not constantly putting out content or whatever that looks like, right? So for me, spiritually, I've been really going to God and seeking his will above all else and really asking God in this season, Lord, show me what is priority. You know, I don't want the plans. I don't want the purpose if I'm not prioritizing in the way that I need to be doing this in the eyes of you. And so over this, you know, past 30 days, God has been showing me so many other areas in my life that really needed my attention, that really needed my prayers, that really needed my presence. Okay. Because sometimes we can be so mixed up in the motion of the plans and fulfilling the purposes that we're not present in our homes, in our jobs, in our marriages, in our friendships, you know, and, and it sucks completely because when you look back over time, you weren't really there. Yes, you made an effort here and there. Yes, you kind of showed up and made it known that they were important, but were you really present? Did you really listen? Did you carve out the time, you know, for your loved one, for your husband, for your wife? 
And so I struggled with that because I was finding it hard to really show up and give my 100% when I was already pouring out in other areas. And so what I realized that purpose shouldn't push the pressure if it's going to cause these things that I'm about to talk about today. I felt like I was pushing and moving in the purpose, but I was also allowing the pressure to really trigger some things in my life. And so I want you to grab your pen, your paper, your notebooks, whatever that looks like for you. And I want us to uh, dive deep into what God is telling us in these in these plans, right? And so the very first thing that God showed me that it was triggering was disappointment. It was triggering this feeling of inadequacy. It was feel, it was triggering this feeling of, oh, you know, so close, but yet so far away. You know, have you ever felt that you worked so hard on something and it still did did not amount up to what you needed it to be? And so it's like your whole work kind of just got washed away off of one moment. And so disappointment for us is helping us to be very specific about our prayers. You know, we really need to go to God in those areas because it shows us where we fall short of the glory. You know, if we if we never felt that feeling of disappointment, how are we supposed to go to God and really allow him to stretch us and extend our hand in the things that he has for us? And I think for me, disappointment, it just made me feel so less than unworthy that I you know, there were moments where I allowed the enemy to come into my mind, really come into my my heart and really, you know, make me believe that you're not enough. You're not worthy. It wasn't enough. Went so far. You did all this work. And for what? And I don't ever want that to be triggered um, in that light. If it's going to if disappointment is going to arise, it's like we know that it will because we're human and we live in a fallen world. So disappointment that feeling will arise. But what we need to do is be very specific in our prayers when we're talking to God about, you know, the areas that we feel we fell short and really seek God for the rest. You know, really present all of what you've done and allow God to handle the rest. You know, really allow God to meet you right there at the halfway mark, at the so close, but yet so far away, at the disappointment, at the discouragement, in those um, moments of feeling inadequate and unworthy. Really allow God to meet you right there because we don't want the enemy to pull our own triggers in the plans that God has for us. Remember that these are plans that we are believing in God for. So how dare we allow the enemy to pull the trigger on something that he he hasn't even made. These are not his plans. But sometimes we can um, entertain him in that light. Okay. The second trigger for me was discouragement, which is an act. Now, remember, disappointment is a feeling, but discouragement is an act. And in Proverbs 16, 9, it says in their heart, uh, humans plan their course, but the Lord establishes their steps. And so for me, the, you know, the purpose and the plans that God has on my life, it does get me down at times in my own strength because I am trying to make do in my own way. And I don't know about you, but I have to be completely honest. Sometimes we get impatient with God. Sometimes we question the timing of what God is doing and how he's going to do it. And we question the why. 
And and so we get discouraged in our own thoughts. You know, we allow ourselves to wonder and allow our minds to really run circles around the idea. And we look up and nothing ever happened. You know, those plans are still in our notebooks. They're still in our papers there that we haven't opened the business. We haven't went and got the DBA. We haven't you know, bought the LLC. And so we get discouraged before we even mustered up the faith to believe that, God, you can give me the courage that I need to do this. But I have to know that you are establishing my steps. I'm going to physically walk into what you're doing in my life, Father. But I have to know that no matter what I plan, Father, your glory and your plans are going to be you know, exactly what I honor in my life. And so when you think about the action of the things that we plan in our hearts and in in our lives, we have to think, okay, did I go to God and did I present this to the Lord? Did I surrender my plans before him? Am I presenting the pressure that I'm allowing myself to be under unto God? Because I want him to order my steps. I want him to know that I trust and believe in everything, you know, in, in the plans that I don't yet see in the business um, that I don't yet have. I want to trust and believe that God, you are establishing everything that's going to unfold in my life one step at a time, right? One step at a time. So another thing that I, you know, noticed that I was being triggered was the disconnection. Now, disconnection is an interruption in between. And this could be in many areas of your life. For me, it could be in my relationships. It could be in my my marriage and the way that I mother my children, because I'm allowing the pressure of the plans to come in and corrupt the good that God is doing. And when you can acknowledge where you are finding yourself disconnected from people, where you're finding yourself disconnected from the goodness of God, you know, God uses vessels in the earth to bring glory unto him. And so if you're basically shutting everyone out and you are you know, turning a blind eye or a cold shoulder to the ones who love you, to the ones who want to encourage you in that moment, you are causing disconnection. And as you know, as believers, the enemy plots and he does his best work in the places of isolation. So places of isolation is when we are combating being in community with standing alone. You know, whether that's out of anger, sadness, whatever that looks like, we are choosing to isolate because we are feeling like nobody can help. Nobody can do this. And we kind of shut down. And so that trigger of disconnection in the light of the Lord is more so understanding that you need community. You cannot do this by yourself. You know, when Jesus sent out his disciples unto the earth and to the world to really, you know, profess their their hearts and their testimony and really believing in the power of God and who they were you know, really showing their faith, he sent them out in pairs. He sent them out two by two because in our Bibles, it says that iron sharpens iron. And so where you are weak, I can be strong for you. And where I am weak, you can be strong. But together, together, we are the power of one. I believe that that disconnection sometimes, it shuts us away from people who really do need to hear from us. 
we, you know, you never know how and when God is going to use you. So if you are selfishly shutting down in isolation, where does that leave God in your life? Where, how can the people see his hand in your very life if you're allowing that disconnection between the plan and the purpose out of your own spitefulness? I love that many times in the Bible, you see one planning with the wisdom They speak with the humility. They live in expectation that God's plan are the ultimate desire. You know, I really love the book of Nehemiah. Nehemiah has taught me so much in so little time that I don't think I realized the authority that he had in prayer, the oppression, the the opponents, the ones who did not favor what he was trying to do. He kept going back to God in prayer. He kept going back and confessing his his areas of weakness where he had moments of doubt. And he would give that over to God and really believe in the plans that God had. And he would go back out before the people and he would build with, in, with one hand and hold his weapons of defense in the other hand. And I don't know what that looks like for you, but if you need to go out into your world and truly Go before the people with your Bible in one hand and truly clinging to the word of God and your weapons of defense in the other hand, whether that's your podcast microphone, whether that's your pen and paper because you're writing a book or whether that's your uh, supplies that you need to get your T-shirt business off the ground or if that's your um your, you know, your notes to really go out and bless one with your ministry or whether that's your camera to put out that YouTube video or whatever that is in the other hand, you combat what the world says about you and you combat what the world is saying against you with your Bible in one hand and the purpose and plans in the other. And you go out into the world with your best foot forward and you declare and decree right now that the plans are not going to push pressure. I will not fold under that pressure, but I will push myself into the purpose that God has because I am allowing God to do his best work as long as he knows exactly where I am and I'm allowing him to meet me where I am. And so I love that in Proverbs 16, 3, it says, commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. So even in the midst of you going out and being successful, I pray that you are committing to God first before the business deal, that you're committing to God first before appearing on Instagram live, that you're committing to God first before you you know, press record on your microphone or on your video for that YouTube. I pray that your commitment to God is number one and that it's pure and that your motives for doing what you're doing is to bring glory back to God, that you are a willing vessel in this earth and that you're not being swayed by the monetary of things or by the fame and fortune of people and the powers of this world. Because I promise you, one thing that I've noticed over these past 30 days is that people can really be swayed by numbers, by the 
dollar amount of one check or just knowing that, oh my gosh, they like me. Look at all these likes on my videos. Look at all these likes and shares on my pictures on Instagram. And you get lost in the sauce behind the commitment of pleasing people. And so you go to God in prayer and you're not realizing that you haven't allowed him to establish anything in your heart. That in fact, that you have truly allowed yourself to do the work in your own heart and you've gone out into this world and you are committing and making commitments to people. And so I just want to encourage you right now in this moment that, you know, whatever your plans are, whatever the purpose you feel that God has called on your life, that you take that right back to God and you ask for the surrender and the moment of control that you allow him to calm the storm in the midst of chaos and really get into this place of stillness because I'm telling you the disappointment will truly have you in a in a place of depression. The discouragement will have you in a place of not really acting or doing anything. And then the disconnect will keep you isolated from the ones that love and the ones that you love. So I just want to encourage you right now. Your plans can push purpose and they can push pressure. I feel like the plans that God has for us, they are not to make us fold under one's condemnation. They aren't to bring us shame. They aren't to make us feel guilty of any sorts. They are truly to glorify him in the goodness of the way that he loved, you know, and over these past 30 days, y'all, I have really come to a place of position where I'm down on my face day in and day out. And I'm really just seeking God above all else and really guarding my heart. So if that's getting off of Instagram for a minute, if that's shutting down the Facebook, if that's not um, going before people with such an empty cup and allowing my heart to be guarded before him, because our Bible says that guard your heart above everything else, because what you do will flow from it. And so if you're constantly overlooking the triggers, if you're constantly allowing yourself to be pressured, you will start to produce fruit that you didn't ask for. You will start to see things unravel in your life and you're wondering, where is this coming from? What is this being rooted from? And then you have to, you know, really go back to the ground of which you prayed on and for. Have you switched up? Have you lost sight of what God has called you to do? Has the noise of the world become too loud to where you couldn't hear God's voice and you couldn't really discern direction? You know, and so it's okay to question the direction as long as you are allowing God to meet you in that concern. If you're allowing God to meet you in your question of doubt, if you're allowing God to really soften your heart in the timing of what we see, because I know we can grow impatient. I know that we can grow fearful. I know that we can become doubtful in the waiting season. Hello, I know this. Um, I've been there. And sometimes we really do have to allow ourselves to look in the mirror and say, are you disappointed? You know, are you having moments of discouragement? Are you disconnected from the ones that can pray for you and love on you and really encourage you when you really need it? 
And so right now, I just want to thank God for allowing me to see the plans and the purpose that he has for me and in my life, for my family, for my marriage, and allowing me to identify the triggers that one can have when we are trying to go out into this world that says one thing and calls us another when God is saying that's a lie. And the purpose that and the plans that I have on your life, says the Lord, are only to prosper you, only to bring you hope and a future. And and so I am just so grateful to be back before you on this microphone. I have so much um, that I'm thankful for, that I'm grateful for, including this time that I get to record and just be back on this microphone and really allowing God to use me in this way. So welcome back, y'all. We back with the podcast episodes. Let's get rocking and rolling. Remember to like, share, leave a review if you're really feeling this podcast. If there is something that really stands out to you and hits you just a little bit harder than before, please let me know. Don't be shy. You can follow us over on Instagram. We are on Facebook. Um, we always leave our email in the show notes just in case you are in need of prayer and you just have something special on your heart that you want me to know. Feel free to do that. I would love to pray for you. I would love to know you by your name. I just want to make sure that I highlight that we are a community of women who are believing in the process. And so with the community, it takes communication. And so it's great to listen on to the show and really be a listener of this podcast. But I would love if you um, just, you know, shout it out or let me know what's going on in your life. I think that's where our hearts really grow in the spirit to know that there are really actual lives and people on the other side of this microphone and that everything that we're doing, it's not going in vain and that God sees you. He really does. And he knows the things that are going on in your life and that he knows your heart. It takes for you to just be a little bit vulnerable with the people that he has in your life and on your path. And God can bless that. He He can. He can use the vulnerability. He can use your decision to open up and share the things that are going on in your life. Don't be discouraged, sis. Really walk in the light of God and allow the plans and the purpose that God has on your life and in your life to be prosperous. Don't let them apply the pressure of the world. And so until next time, girlfriend, holla.